Everybody loves McDonald's fries. So, yes, you accused your mom of stealing some of your fries on the way home. Um, but the bag did feel a little light. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. At State Farm, we're committed to uplifting black futures. In collaboration with organizations like 100 Black Men and National Urban League, State Farm provides high school students with the opportunity to learn and apply best practice strategies for saving and investing, all while offering academic support, life skills, and exposure to college access programs to prepare these students for life after high school. Check out 100blackmen.org and nul.org to donate and learn more. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Wealthy today, my bank account might not agree, but hey, that shit on the way. Me and my niggas laying brick on top of brick till we straight. If you the type that play the victim, you can't come in my space. You know this game ain't for the weak, it's hard to carry this weight. I keep my balance through the ups and downs, I'm never gonna break. You feel the purpose in my spirit when you look in my face. Cause this ain't a second, I can waste something food on place. Fumbled the bag, I still ain't got that disappointment to shake. So now I'm trying to double up on every dollar I make. Money don't buy you happiness, it sure don't take it away. I'm smiling hard as hell, every time I step in the bank. We can't be making reckless moves, cause there's so much at stake. When you got some shit to lose. Your decisions gon' change Cause every action got a consequence Consider your ways Hardest thing to do in life Is elevate to your pain I can relate to feeling like Your life is stuck in the face Giving effort but results Just keep remaining the same Have some patience with yourself Shit ain't as bad as you claim I seen the homeless nigga smile While he was standing in rain It's all about perspective Chillin', catching blessings, and cryptocurrency been busting, and I'm well invested. She know that if she rock with me, then she gon' stay protected. Cause even when this shit get hectic, I ain't never stressing. I'm legend. I woke up feeling wealthy today. My bank account might not agree, but hey, that shit on the way. Me and my niggas laying brick on top of brick till we straight. If you the type that play the victim, you can't come in my space. You know this game ain't for the weak, it's hard to carry this weight. I keep my balance through the ups and downs, I'm never gon' break. You feel the purpose in my spirit when you look in my face. Cause this ain't a second, I can waste, I'm putting food on place. What's good, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of Season 4 of the Black Wolf Renaissance Podcast. Your boy, David Bellard. One-fourth of the crew here at H-Town with my boys, Jared, Jalen, and Kelly. Fellas, this has been a lit time so far. It's been great, man. Y'all been cooking. I'm so glad. (laughs) This is so much better than what we was recording before. Dog. Let I us know if y'all like it better too. Yeah, let us <laughs> yeah. know in the comments if y'all like it. It's great to like where all of us can be together as well. Cause you know, we've been doing the Zoom thing yeah. since from the beginning. Yeah. So like yeah. it's great for us to all really be here, feed off of uh our energy, energy yeah. and uh really just connect with the guests in person too. Because as we know, you know, the internet it's a great tool just to connect, but you can never really beat that physical really meeting people. Nothing so yeah. yeah. person yeah. connect, especially Real feeling talk. that energy and everything. It's been great. Plus, we got a great guest right now. Somebody we should have been had on the podcast. Somebody, man, we look up to a lot, especially in the star game, man. Yeah, this man has helped a lot of people make a lot of money. Yes, sir. He is the leader of the Red Panda. Thanks. And host of Market Mondays. Tupac Shakur. Tupac Shakur. The greatest you. investor I ever, none other than Mr. Ian Dunlap. Ian, man, welcome to the Black Web. I'm honored to be here. Thank y'all for real. Man, thank you, girl. Man, like I said, long overdue, bro. Like, 
to think we connected at the beginning of the pandemic. Like we were just talking yeah. about it earlier. Like with Red Panda, just how it just caught came out of nowhere. Like everybody was like, "Bro, how do y'all not know about the Master Investor?" And it's like <laughs> ever since then, <laughs> just to, to see the, the growth and like how much you've helped people and inspired. Like it's been beautiful, bro. Same with y'all, man. Even talking to y'all before about how y'all batching the content, like that's incredible because creators need that help. And also, too, as a community, when I was watching uh, Minister Society two weeks ago, so you know, Kane and they're coming out, and that's when uh, Samuel shoot the guy at the table, right? Not a revelation, like, damn, I don't know any black people that even do kickbacks, house parties, even before COVID. So to have this bonding time here, like you said, Zoom is great, but that in person time, that's everything. Y'all killed it with Dorian. Dorian over there chilling. Shout out to my guy. Eating the lamb chops. The in-person time is everything. Facts. And then also you get to feel the person out. And that's why I say, like, y'all energy great. And then, you know, last night I was like, damn, y'all here. I was so good. Like, I was like, y'all here? I said five voice notes. Like, yo, let's link. You know, so that in-person time, I think, especially with the depression that people are going through from COVID, mm-hmm. you need moments like this. And especially Thanks. as black men. We need that time to just bond and be like, yo, it's going to be cool. Or I can check and see if you're good, check and see if Dorian you're good. Like, we need that. So I appreciate being here. Wow, bro. I appreciate, appreciate you, you for pulling up, bro. Yes, sir. And then, yeah, really just to hop right into it, man. I know, like, everybody should know who you are by now, man. But, but if like, they've been under a rock. <laughs> if they've been under a rock, they've been asleep. Yeah. Can you give them a brief introduction to you and how'd you become the greatest investor I hear? Because, like. I believe that shit. You no, I definitely believe point, that. Bro. <laughs> when niggas this didn't question them waiting about being the best rapper, that's how I yeah. feel about you. <laughs> no, I appreciate that. I got the idea from him because that, like Ian Dunlap is a born name. So I knew even with the title of Master Investor, it's very controversial. Mm-hmm. A, because I'm black. So hmm. when you think investing, you don't think anyone of a darker hue, right? So now it's like, now I can grab attention. Old white guy. Yeah. And then when Wayne did the same thing, I'm like, okay, let me stamp myself as a, but I have to earn it. And that was earned from the amount of people that I've been able to help. So I help people with investing. I tell them what to buy. And majority of the content that I give away, 99% of it is absolutely for free. So that's how I end up earning that title about being the master investor. I know some people may argue that I'm not, but for the impact in our culture, I know for sure that I've helped the most people without a doubt. That's hey man, and I'll say one thing, God damn it. If you going to say he not the master investor, you better not say it around the wrong person, but you might oh, get yeah. fucked up. <laughs> <laughs> right. I'm talking about niggas be riding behind this man. Real tough. <laughs> so, Ian, bro, when did your investing journey begin? 2007. 2007? Yeah. What got you in the stock? What drew you to the stock market? My buddy Art. So, to go before that, like, my dad's always been an entrepreneur, so mm-hmm. he's been in construction, so... He's been preaching to me the same principles that I really teach now, but it was just in real estate. I don't want to hear it. Mm-hmm. Like, you get 10 doors here. Gary, you get 10 doors in Chicago, 800 a month. I'm like, sound good. I hear you. Cool. I'm just trying to get some girls. Let me get my little waves popping, see if I, <laughs> you know. So I get it when people don't listen now. And then, even in college, we was talking beforehand. Like, I started being an entrepreneur in 03, doing marketing first. So, like, my guy Art, he was working at J.P. Morgan. Mm-hmm. So one of my buddies from college connected me to him. Like, yo, my guy, he making a killing. Black dude from, from Birmingham. I'm like, what do you do? He like invest in the market. I'm like, the market? Like, what my, the stock market? I'm like, ain't no money in that. He's like, bro, shut up. You don't know what you're talking about. So I got <laughs> on the phone with him. The crash is happening. So Art called me and be like, yo, I'm about to leave. 
everybody I know is selling everything they have. I'm like, damn, is that fucked up? Like, no, they're selling everything so they can put all the money into the market and come up. So he called me and told me what to buy. Cool. He like, buy these. I got you. These are the ones I'm in. Call me a few weeks later. Hey, I'm about to sell out of city. I got in average price like a dollar forty one. He like, I need you to liquidate. I was like, liquid what? He was like, you didn't buy the shit I told you. I'm like, see what had happened. Was, <laughs> like, I was gonna buy it, but I had to something forgot. And the amount of money that I saw him make over that short period of time, he was able to retire off that. I think our made like 35. Oh, wow. Yeah. So, it's like, up. City, I think, went to 99 cent. He got another dollar and some change. I think if you look now, City's at like 65 bucks. Yeah. Like, okay. Recessions aren't bad if you know what you're doing. Them. Mm. So, if a house catch on fire and it say if this house worth 120 and catch on fire and they'll sell it to you for 10,000, I looked at it as the same way. My dad always told me the same thing in real estate. He was like, I don't want to buy a house with equity. I want to build the equity into it. So being in East Chicago, Gary, shout out to everybody back home. It's rough, but he was like, you can build the value up. Build it up, put studs, do great work, finish it. You're good. So from that point, I said, okay, great. I'll never miss another recession, big crash ever again. Because that's when everybody makes the real money. That's when like the actual generational wealth happens. And when crashes happen, it's really a mechanism to transfer wealth. Mm. That's the time to really get rich. And that's when you see like the biggest companies, Facebook, Domino's, Pizza Hut, all of them were birthed in a crash or a recession. True. Yeah. And so, from the 08 recession, wasn't it like Uber, Netflix? All, yeah. All of those yeah. people love who are already like rich, they doubled their wealth during mm-hmm. that time. Like you said, they were able to buy in and double down on all yeah. these assets for cheap. Yeah. I mean, look, imagine if everybody in here could go to a store on the east side and buy every pair of J's they could for four dollars. I'm doing it. Yeah. How many pair would you get? All of them. I'm every side, every side. Everything. Give me all of them. Give me all of them. Bro. It's just a game of getting something at the cheapest price possible and waiting to buy and then selling at a premium. We were taught to buy everything at a premium because we're a consumer. I like to call consumers fiends. They mm. conditioned us mm. to, even with food, like if you look at everything that they have us. Liquor, food, entertainment, all of that is to degrade our bodies or our family structure. When something happens to your kitchen, you might say, This is ludicrous. But that won't fix your home. That will only get you the rapper, Ludicrous. Having trouble? Don't panic. Don't be alarmed. You need to file a claim? Holla at State Farm. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. That's right. You can file a claim on the app or call us. Thanks, Mr. Chris. No matter how ludicrous the situation, like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. State Farm, Bloomington, Illinois. When you go to other cultures, they don't have the habits that we do. Mm. So even the infighting, we can, you know, on the door we talk about with music, but even the money that's poured into, I love your music, but the money that's poured into it is to then tear us down mm-hmm. even more. Because if we have more community bonding, more relationship structure, we get along more, then we can buy more together. We'll build more together. But if I can keep everyone fighting, keep everyone unhealthy, we see that during COVID, people are terrified. COVID is real. I get it. But like, if you're fearful, then you won't take any action. And that eliminates the process of sustainability and growing wealth. So how do you ignore the fearfulness in the market when they... So on team, you see like, oh, the market's crashing. Oh, the tech stocks, they're not worth anything. Exactly. How do you ignore that? 
by one being good at the craft and then realizing number two, only you are responsible for your wealth, happiness, and health. Mm. So like if we play 2K, are you going to look on YouTube a person to guide you how to play? No. Uh, you're going to play, play the game. game. You're going to play, play the game. game. You're going to learn. You're going to observe. You're going to study. You're going to recalibrate. You're going to get your head bust by somebody. Dorian ain't going to beat me by 50 points. Then I'm going to have to learn how to play. I'm going to have to go to the playground and get my game together and invest in people want to get rich with no work. That mm. does not mm. exist. That dream of doing something, hey, I'm going to get good in two weeks, two months. No. Didn't see it happen with Kobe. Didn't see it happen with Tom Brady. Didn't happen with LeBron, Samuel Jackson, Will Smith, The Rock, Kevin Hart. All of those people mastered their craft. Mm -hmm. And this social media age, everybody wants to sell you on. Learn this in 30 days and you're going to be rich as hell. Yep. And then I'll talk to them and say, hey, put up 150000 in this stock. And they're like, I don't have 1500 I always tell everybody, anyone that talks to you about investing or money, ask them if they're financially free. And then go ask their wife or their baby mama. Mm. I'll tell you the truth because everybody wants to talk because the other business structures didn't work and I, you guys saw it after COVID everybody wants to talk about investing and I'm mm -hmm. like how can you talk about investing and you're not invested it's just crazy to me because people want to treat everything like a hustle so study the market every day don't listen to anyone but you because if anyone else loses your, your money they're not going to give you the money back yeah. All right. it is not your sole responsibility to know and same with running a business. You guys can listen to other people that have podcasts, but how do you get great at doing it? By, By actually doing it. Yeah. You can take whatever course on Udemy to death, right? Mm -hmm. But until you get here and understand hiccups happen, flashcards, hard drives fail, guests may be late. The guest that you thought may be really popping doesn't deliver. You learn by doing, and that's in any craft. Oh, that's a fight. Yeah. So how did you master your craft? Because I consider you a master of the stock game, man. And I know you've worked hard throughout the years. So how did you work and master that? Uh, literally, I read at least minimum I mean, on a bad day, like 50 pages a day. Even to this day, I look at the stock market 12 hours a day. Like, I treat it like a sport. Like, I consider myself an intellectual athlete. So looking at the market and then actually buying. Like, I learned my system from buying at bad prices initially. I'm like, damn, this went down 20%. What could I have done to get in at a better price so I wouldn't have lost? Because we all learn from our losses. When we win too quick, we get my, arrogant. We oh, my God. God. My first two investments after I listened to Art, home runs. Then what happened after that? Next five losses. I deviated from the system right away. Mm -hmm. So the more you focus on, okay, this is my program. This is my plan. This is my, I will not deviate from it. Because all the losses happen when you begin to deviate from your strategy. Like, Tom Brady is not the most mobile quarterback ever. That nigga's going to whip your ass. Yeah, he is going <laughs> to. Like, his average yard per throw is 7.6 yards. Not bombing it down. The He's field. not a big. No. I can name 50 quarterbacks. Is better than, Dak's better than Brady, technically. Bigger build, bigger frame. Strong can arm. scramble better in the pocket. Bigger arm. But Dak doesn't, and then the Cowboys don't have a system that is going to lead to a probable outcome of winning. That's all it's about. It's not about talent. It is about the process you use to be able to get wins over and over and over again. So it's just really master craft, studying the market every day, reading every day, and then constantly looking to find the edge, what's going to give you the biggest edge in the market. That's any business, though. That's any, you have to, and I'll tell every entrepreneur, whatever business you're in, study the origin of who created it why it was created and studied down to today. Mm -hmm. 
I'm glad you said that. Because I wanted to get in the order. What's up, y'all? It's your boy David with Blackwell Friend of Songs. And I'm here today to tell you guys about Anchor. If you haven't heard of Anchor, it's the best place to make a podcast. Anchor is a free app that has creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast straight from your phone. Anchor also distributes your podcast across all major platforms, including Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and many others. You can also make money on your podcast with Anchor with no minimum listenership. Anchor is everything you need to make a podcast in one place. So if you're looking to get started on your own podcast, download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm. You know the stock market. Yep. That was one of the things. I was actually watching you and Dorian's video. Yeah. And I saw what you guys talked about with Wall Street mm -hmm. and how the stock market actually came about. Can we kind of get into that? Yeah, I mean, it's common knowledge that we were the first things that were publicly traded. Mm -hmm. So... If you go back when we were brought over, and even life insurance, a lot of life insurance policies in that industry was birthed off of how many people would actually make it here to the United States, and they began to place a hedge on... That's how they would hedge their risk. Yeah. So if you brought over 100 people and you lose 40, you have to find a way to get compensated for those 40 assets. So that's why in the South, they have, like, you come from good stock. There are, like, little phrases that we are taught throughout history that correlates back to... We were the first commodity or product that was actually traded. It's just hidden a lot more. Even Wall Street, like a wall at one point was erected to stop people from seeing the actual slave auctions from going on. That's why the combine looked the way, NFL combine looks the way that it does. It's a replication of yeah. the hmm. format. I always was wondering that between the, the combine yeah. and slavery, it just that's what it feels like. They're measuring you. They got you damn near naked. Yeah, They're measuring naked. everything. Yeah. Like yeah. It, it feels like a slave auction. Yeah. You know, they, they, they had drew that comparison before. Yeah. One time it was something had happened with some fantasy football stuff, and they had drew that comparison, and mm -hmm. they like, oh, boy, the NFL expressly went out against that one. They, yeah. No, 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 that's not how we, yeah. you know, yeah. da, da, da. but it's like, no, nah, if you look at it, you can see, like, it very much so mirrors even, yeah. like, the way the, the drafting and all that different yeah. stuff is set up. Like, it feels, like you said, yeah. like, you're trading people, you know what I mean? And it gets on a deeper level at Absolutely. that point. And then if we just look, I mean, especially now, it was different when we were growing up. We didn't have access to the information. They can hit Google and find us out. Like, it's not hidden. It's public knowledge. We just don't dig deep enough to find out the history of it. Because it can be painful. It definitely can be painful. But once you know the history of something, it can then definitely empower you. And you can use it for your own benefit and your own good. So I kind of want to get back into your journey. So... After you made those few trades after art, like, were you really, like, just fully invested no, in I the stock fully market? In it. Like, oh, what got you, like, really to that point where you were like, yo, dog, like, I'm, I'm really about on. to go all the way in yeah. on this. As a matter of fact, why didn't you quit after those first, yeah. like, those next ones that went bad? Because I tell people this all the time. Whatever business or venture that you're in, you're going to have to go through the process of winning and then losing a lot to figure out how to win. I know a bunch of people who are start, they're like, well, investing not for me. You can go game. You can try and make a podcast. You can make content. You can try and make an NFT, whatever you want to do. You're going to get your ass kicked somewhere. The mm -hmm. process is the same for every business. Everyone. But people think, is well, if I go here, this is easy. It's going to be magic. Yeah. It's no, overnight it's it's success. Yeah. But the thing that I knew for sure, that if I invested in the right companies, no matter what happened, I don't have to depend on a person. We was talking about this earlier with business. The ultimate business is run without any human interaction. 
So I didn't take it as serious as I should have after because I was doing marketing. But then I told the story before, but I had a client that owed me 80000 helped her build her business. So 75 of the 80 was on the back end. And she just told me, I'm not going to pay your money. Damn. Lady, See, what you mean you ain't gonna pay after, me? After you got the result. Yeah. So she's killing. And I'm like, yo, my little cousin gonna get that 80 up off you for 200 and some J's. And my dad was like, okay, good. I'm glad you went through this. And I'm madder than the motherfucker. I'm like, what you mean? He like, all them times you didn't wanna take out the trash and you wanted to argue with your mom or me. I went through that shit 15 times. You're gonna get your life up over 80,000. What yeah. you have to do now is go all in. You got this investing thing. Go all in, and now you can make money for the rest of your life. But you wanted an easy bag. There's no easy bags. Mm -hmm. So now, master the craft. I didn't want to hear that shit, but it was the greatest lesson ever. He like, you really going to throw your life away over that little bit of money? And to me at the time, Xander was on the way. It wasn't a little bit of money. But it was a great life lesson. The most important thing I want everyone to know in your business, never to depend on one person or one company for anything. Because if you do that, they can let you go at any time. And the disappointment that comes with it, especially if you're solid or you're loyal, because we always think people won't do to us because we wouldn't do it to them. But not everybody's the same. Not, not everyone's the same. And people are different. Some are selfish. So I was like, okay, let me go all in. And as long as I have connection, access to the market, I can make money through long-term investing and trading futures. And I, after that, I never looked back. I never looked back. So I know you mentioned you had the marketing business. Mm -hmm. and. I think we often talk about you as an investor. Mm -hmm. We don't talk about you as a businessman. I appreciate right? that, yeah. Man, can we get into Red Panda son? What was yeah. the origin of Red Panda? Because I know, like, was that the <clears> first <throat> thing whenever you decided to go all in on investing, or was mm -mm. it? I never wanted to teach anybody. Mm. Why? You want the real answer? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's the real. Okay, three parts. First, in business, secrets are not meant to be shared in business. So everybody who's podcasting, like, people will start to share information, right? But notice who doesn't share. Rogan. Rogan never does any interviews about how he... Now, the structure's already there. But the people at the top never share because often when you share that information, the same people you give that information to will take that information and come back and try and kill you with it. Number two, people don't listen. So yeah, when I said I want to take care of my child... I don't know about everybody else's joy. I love my kid to death. Had him on purpose, planned him, everything. I knew when I started, I couldn't get, I'm going to be real. This shit is sexy to talk about now. Dorian to tell you, I was posting about this in 08. I couldn't pay 10 black people to listen to me about investing in 08 or not. <laughs> I could believe that. Yeah. So all that, like, people talking, I'm like, cool. And then third, there's no purpose in teaching anybody who don't really want to learn, who really don't want to get to it. Everybody want to play entrepreneur. They don't want the sacrifice to come with the shit. Huh. Truly. Late nights, early Speak mornings. Yeah, You're going to lose friends, fight. lose girlfriends. Family going to call you crazy, not going to believe in you. Then you make it, and then everybody going to be like, I'm proud of you. Let me get some money. I knew then, you were going to be great. <laughs> then, I always seen it in you. still not be solid with you or support. And then you have to balance out the envy. I have some friends that like were in the streets, made it out. And now that everyone's like, yo, you can't be around them. I'm like, you can't abandon those that you grew up with. Because that envy may kick in. They may knock your head off. Mm. There's layers to this. But people don't know because they haven't actually done it. This is the shit they're not going to tell you in a business. Even with Bezos, as powerful as he is, and I always tell people there's no such thing as real freedom. How many security guards does Bezos travel with? Ton 20. So Indeed. if he, at that level, 
having a clean life, clean business, still has to worry. Elon has to worry. Ransom insurance, protection mechanism across the board. The real game that everybody is really doing now with the crash coming and the market slowing down, you're going to see a lot of entrepreneurs and business people start to fake like they're bankrupt so they can go off the scene. Because when you teach at scale, you then put a target on your back. I never had a desire to teach. I just shared the information and it ended up working. Then people end up being like, yo, got something. And that's how Red, Red Panda ended up coming about. It was a happy accident. It's awesome, yeah. man. Yeah, I could see that though. Like, because definitely it invites the criticism, especially like you said, the greatest investor of our era. Like, you. I don't mind criticism. I don't mean to cut you off, but because, like, what I do, every bad comment that I ever get, I keep in a Google Doc. Haters and critics are your best consultants. Mm-hmm. If you ever went to a consultant, they're usually going to break down all the shit from the negative feedback that you get. We just get sensitive around it. Even me, sometimes I'll go clean off just to stir the hornet's nest to get the negative comments out. I want the feedback. So if I get 900 comments and they're all saying the same 14 things, for a while it was, hey, we can't get in contact with Ian enough. This is three years ago. Okay, great. I'll do everyday chat. We'll get on every day, five days a week. Cool. You don't show your face enough. Market Mondays. Great. You don't give enough prices out. You holding the information. Okay, now I'll get the information out publicly on crypto stocks. When the market's going to fall, when it's going to go up. Cool. Keep throwing it at me so I don't have to pay a consultant 15000 Mm. So we are often listen to our community. And once y'all come with your name, you can get the feedback from the community. You want to listen to the people who don't like you. That's what the real gems are. Like take Skip. He has whatever issue with LeBron. He's not dominant enough. He doesn't <laughs> drive. He, he should dunk on eight people. I get it. But some of that feedback is correct. Yeah. LeBron could have surpassed Mike if he was more aggressive than first five, but it's a learning process but if he could have taken some of it and used it maybe you have five six seven eight nine it's possible especially black entrepreneurs and black creators we have to stop getting upset when people tell us stuff and look at it hey this is especially from your competition because i know y'all get it anything any of your competition say they're telling you what to do to kill them they're literally telling you oh man they're too good and da 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 no no they think y'all too good but then as you be more friendly, they're telling you, hey, be nice even to your competition, your enemies. I know it sounds crazy, but then it takes the heat and hate off of you, and then y'all can continue to grow. Criticism is the best feedback you can get because it's telling you what to do to scale a business five, six hundred percent. Yeah. I'm glad you bring that up as well, because that's the next point I wanted to get yeah. into. Like, what does it look like to have a successful, scalable business? If you're looking at the stock market, you're looking at a business as a whole. Like, Mm -hmm. what does it look like to really have a good business? Mm -hmm. The first thing I think people need to look at is how many people can they help? And then how big is the actual market? A lot of times people will start businesses and have no clue. You can get on Google. I know in business, there's only a couple of pillars that matter. Health, wealth, love, finances, faith. That's every market. That's it. So... If I can, I went through the Forbes 400 in 2009, and when I looked at who was a billionaire in that space, it was one person, Sir Martin Sorrell, and he owned all the big ad agencies, right? So I'm looking, I'm like, okay, great. If there's only one person here that's a billionaire, what's the probability of me even getting there? Zero. Go down the finance and investment side, there's tons of billionaires, and I mean thousands of people that have made $100 million that we never heard of. 
And I'm like, damn, I ain't the smartest person, but this pile over here <laughs> was way bigger than the pile over here. So I said, if I take my marketing skills, which for clients, I had to get two and 3,000% return to retain clients. Mm-hmm. I'm like, if I get 15%, 25% in a year, I'm a rock star. I'm like, shit, let me go over here. Yeah. Great. And then that's when I began to put the two together. But for scalability, you have to look at how many people you can serve. And number two, what do you do that makes your business unique? And you got to see it in the podcasting space. Too many people are copying. Mm-hmm. That's a no one's unique. Like, no one has a unique take, unique perspective. Almost everyone shoots their content the same. Same format length, same questions. You have to be different. You have to differentiate. And that's why I'm always so vulnerable and so honest from top to bottom. Same as Dorian. Because the vulnerability is a superpower. Because people lie so much. If you're vulnerable through and through, it will build your audience for you. And that's why everyone in Red Panda, like, they rock with me. Because good and bad, I'll tell them what's going on with me. How to navigate through it. Fatherhood. Relationship. It's not just the investing part. Then investing is fire. When everybody's complaining right now. I told them this was going to happen two months ago and the prices to get in. So once you build community like that and then have a unique edge in the market, that's when you have the best chance of scaling. I'm going back and listen to the episode of Market Mondays. <laughs> <laughs> I got to go listen to that I kind of want to get into being different. I would say the only person I've ever heard say is the two tech stocks and two indexes. Index, yeah. Why, where did that come from and like, how did you determine that? Because I wanted to know where could I put my money where I have the safest return. And then the interesting part, but it goes back to business secrets are supposed to be kept in-house for families. They're not supposed to be shared. So how the big families work, when they were doing masterminds in the 1800s and 1920s and it got popular in the 1990s, they were already doing masterminds for 100 years. Those are supposed to stay in-house. Same like with grandma's recipe, right? She wasn't telling you how to make the banana pudding, right? So the secrets on how to build generational wealth and legacy were kept inside. So that's why no one will ever give you a straight answer. The index funds are a composition of all, like a basket of the biggest companies. But I know even in the biggest crash, index funds are only going to go down 20%. Mm-hmm. Great. We are in a tech-driven world. I've always loved technology. So I'm like, if people picked one or another, you get 7 to 12% return, or you went all tech, risked everything, and could lose it all. I'm like, if I put them together, what could happen? And then I can see, okay, so now like even when the market is going down, if you're tech only, you're bleeding heavy. If you do two tech and two index, you're not bleeding as much. So when inflation goes up as it does now, now you have exposure to all the banks, construction. So I wanted to build like a all-star team. The two tech is like, if I can get Jordan and LeBron to play on one team. And then the index one is like the all-stars. You can put anybody. Like if I play 2K and I get the all-star team, Dorian not beat me if you got in the Trailblazers, right? So I'm putting a cheat code in my favor, and that's the way I built my formulation of, and I went back and looked, the returns would be over the last 100 years with that mutual funds, and then that's how I was able to decide how well it'll work. So, two tech stocks, two, two index, index, two index funds. Yeah. The tech stocks, Apple and Microsoft? Absolutely. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. And even if it changes, like, if they fall out of grace, I'll tell people invest in the top two. So, mm-hmm. even, we saw it the other day. Microsoft just bought uh, Activision. Yeah, yeah, it was huge. Yeah. And I kept saying the the companies with the biggest war chests always win. Because now you get Call of Duty. Now if they integrate that with Game Pass and now you can stream from your PC to the TV. Yeah, to the TV. And 
If you went on a road trip and you didn't stop for a Big Mac or drop a crispy fry between the car seats or use your McDonald's bag as a placemat, then that wasn't a road trip. It was just a really long drive. Bada ba ba ba. At participating McDonald's. That's over with. Yeah. over with. For the older audience and younger, they're going to do good off Candy Crush too. Like, when you have that much domination, like, arguably, probably the greatest enterprise software company for B2B ever. Now you have one of the best games ever. One of the best CEOs ever. What downside do you have? None. Very little. Apple and Microsoft have been busting. Like, yeah. It's crazy because I hear you, like, whenever you first came out, that's one of the things you preach through your messages, like mm-hmm. the simplicity of investing. Mm-hmm. Like, we'll try to make it so complicated a lot of times. It's yeah. like, these companies, everybody know these companies are made. I, I mean, I tell podcasts all the time, how the fuck you got a podcast and don't invest in Apple? Pod, they, they made created the, the word, created the category. Like, even if they just had the app store, they figured out a way to get 30% off every company in the world. That's the mafia. <laughs> S scale. Tinder, Bumble, Drake, Ken, Cole. They get a percentage of every drop that come out. Spotify, Bumble, Hinge, Uber Eats, Instacart. So if I told you I got a business and I get 20 or 30% off every fucking, you know, this motherfucker is genius. I don't want Apple because it's boring. Okay, enjoy that. This they really get 30 from their like yeah. own com- competition, nigga. Spotify got to be on this shit. Have to. Have to. So you have to build the ecosystem. That's why I say if you study history and how kingdoms are built, they really just built a kingdom and allow people plots of land next to their empire. It's smart as hell. But they are always angling as it is a benefit to you. Benefit to you. Even in the podcasting space, people creating pods benefits who? Apple. Because more people listening on their platform. You guys are like, I know. They ain't give a fuck about that podcasting app for years. For years. years. You could delete this shit off your iPhone. It's been since like 2003. I got that app. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. You know they didn't care about it because you you can delete it off your phone at one point. Yeah. Yeah. The ones that they care about, you can't delete. You can't delete iMessage. No. So when you look at, and I always tell people, study the greatest companies, the greatest governments. And then, like, the actual richest people, you'll see that there are a lot of parallels there, and you'll get all your ideas from there. Even for you guys, like, I, and one thing I'm going to do for sure this year is more short-form content. Because you guys can knock out 10-minute short clips, easy. And people listen to clips anyway. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So when everyone's trying to do long-form, it's like, okay, let me do the counter. Let me go two-minute, one-minute, maybe 30 seconds. Like, I'm going to start doing 60-second stock secrets every day. You know what Chaco does a great one like that? You always, Wall Street Journal, man. Yeah. Wall Street Journal's like podcast is amazing at the short form. Like they'll give you so much information, but it's so condensed. Yeah. And it's just like, it's really good. 10, 15 minutes and you know. In and out. Mm -hmm. Because people don't have the time that they did in 2020. You always have to look for an advantage. So whether you have a business or when I'm looking at the market, I'm always saying what advantage do they have that competitors don't? Mm. Apple's number one advantage if you leave and you send that text to the girl you like and she see that green bubble she may not go I think <laughs> yeah, it's stupid really a fact, too. I think it's stupid but it's a network effect that you're locked into and an ecosystem that you're locked into so now it's easier so now you have iCloud all the services cool you're locked into the ecosystem same with Google 
So they got that, you invested in every ass. Yeah, absolutely. And yeah, they've they been building that for a while too. Like I even remember just like a personal anecdote to that effect. Like I remember having a Pixel. I think that was the phone. It was like a Google Pixel. Yeah. And I love mm-hmm. that phone. Yeah. Like I did not want to switch to an iPhone for yeah. nothing. And the motherfucking screen broke. And I remember I could not find anybody to change the screen for the life of me. Now, this yeah. is the time when, like, you got the mall kiosk. That's where you go to yeah. get your phone fixed, yeah. basically. And, like, they switching out iPhone screens. Like, it like, ain't nothing. shit. Like, <laughs> yeah. But, like, they like, yeah, nah, bro, that Google Pixel screen, like, I don't We're going to have to order it. It might be, like, a month or two. At that point, that made me transition because mm-hmm. they made it convenient. Mm-hmm. You made it convenient to be in your ecosystem. I can get my phone. I can get it fixed. I, it's easier. Y'all got all the apps already. Yeah. Damn, why wouldn't I have that shit? Absolutely, <laughs> and easier. You make like everybody. What's everyone's favorite company? Just in like general, currently that you use. That that's you use. Mm-hmm. Oh, probably Apple. Yeah, probably. Unfortunately, yeah. I remember you about say that I invested. I was like, what? No, because hey, it is. I love Stag. That's my favorite. But every company that. It's dominant. They make things really convenient for us. Netflix, Uber, Instacart, all the ones that have real skill, they're saving you time, making you money, or making life easier for you. That's the name of the game. Like With your content, what are you helping people do? You're helping make their lives better. Great. So when you're looking at scale, I'm looking at what company is having the biggest impact on doing that. And once you look... There's really only maybe 10, 15 companies in the world that matter. It's not that hard. And I know that we know how to invest because when we turn on 2K and Madden, no one's drafting or picking the shittiest players. Like, if we know how to pick kicks, cards, clothes, rims, build our own merch, know how to mix, you're going to tell me you don't know how to pick three companies? Fuck out of here. That's crazy. It's the issue of not really wanting to be rich. And it has to do with conditioning. But most brothers that we talk to, do they really want to be rich? No. Yeah. Say they want to. They want to. They just want the cars and stuff, but they Most dudes really want enough money to fuck on something. Yeah, That's exactly. it. Real life. That's it. If the girl will get it to you for 500, you're going to have 500 cash. Just enough. It's about the bar that is set. And I always tell women, whatever that happens in our community is set by you. Can't say that you want good men if you're not giving good men pussy. That's a thousand. Jeez, that's a bar. <laughs> so, that's a bar. The bar is set. Bam. And then community-wise, and then if we're breaking, even if you look at like what Kevin Samuels does, and you know, I know Myron be getting shit from the Fresh and Fit podcast, Fresh and Fit, right? Yeah. His career gonna be over anyway. That's why I was telling people like, if you're not solid, <laughs> don't worry about him. This shit gonna get a, like, cause if you and I'm not clowning on him, I don't. But you, he wasn't getting women prior. You can tell. That's where that frustration comes from. But the content that Kevin Samuels does, I think he truly wants to help from a marketing standpoint. This shit is brilliant. But Thanks. if we have a concerted effort to make sure that our communities are not tight and we don't know how to love each other, how to build a relationship, there's no chance of generational wealth. Oh, that's that's true. That's facts. That's facts. Gotta have a team to build. They have to. Yeah. And I, this is what I tell dudes all the time, like, especially if you're young, the player should sound cool until you do it, and then you go through the pregnancy scares and lose somebody who you really care about. Like, no community gets pushed that lifestyle but us. Mm-hmm. Our culture don't exist. It's not marketed to them like that. Why? Because of the degrade, the family structure, it'll degrade community, which degrades money, 
the great investment, the great scale. Create. Sup, family. Hope you've been enjoying the show. I have a serious question for all my entrepreneurs real quick. Is your business moving forward or is it stagnant? Don't you want to know how to get more clients, how to build better infrastructure, how to dominate in your industry? Well, you need to be at the 10th Annual Run Business Conference in Dallas, Texas on July 16th. Run Business Conference will have experts teaching on trucking and logistics, government contracts, real estate, finance, credit, business automation, and so much more. Man, look, fam, y'all got to get ready to run. Get ready to run your life, run your business, and run up this bag. You're only one contract away from changing the trajectory of your business. Link is in the description to get tickets. Let's run it. Run Conference 2022. Dysfunction, absolutely, yes. absolutely. So, yeah, hey man, it's been real. I done said that before, and I got attacked like a motherfucker. I'm gonna have to send this podcast to a few people. What part of the attack? Well, so they were just mad at it because of the fact, and I said it from a slightly different like, I said it basically like men are gonna rise, especially in our community, we're gonna rise or whatever it takes. To be completely real, like yeah, we're gonna be greedy, sense. like we always yeah. are. You gonna rise whatever level it takes to get some pussy, right? Yep. If the girl that you want don't fuck with no bums, then you're not gonna be no bum Big if you facts. really want her. Yeah. Like I compared it to time lapse difference, like the jokes of our movies or whatever. You see the '80s and stuff. Yeah. The dude showing up, he picking up the girl in the car. He gonna have the flowers. He gonna come. You know, they make the joke about me and her yeah. dad or whatever. He gonna yeah. come and he gonna present himself. Well, it's like, well, why did that standard go away? Because y'all stopped demanding it. At the point where it was Netflix and chill, shit, we just finna chill. Did they stop demanding it or did media put that shit in front of our face and act like it was cool? I also Ooh. agree with it. Yeah, like they even like the killer culture and all that shit, like that shit was planted. All of our classic black movies are movies about us killing each other. Mm-hmm. That's yeah. facts. That's by design. So it's the shit, a lot of shit. And that's why I'm big on like not watching TV and being mindful of what I take in. Because your diet isn't just what you eat, it's what you ingest mentally mm-hmm. and emotionally as well. So, I don't know why they gave you feedback about it. But even with that, I'm learning too, man. Like, as I get older, the more I want peace. A lot of times, people are not arguing with you, per se. They're arguing with themselves. They're arguing with themselves because they're not happy. Mm. So, but I get it. And if they get mad at comments, so be it. Yeah, that's the that's it fuck it. Yeah. <laughs> the Looking comments. for your comments in the but, YouTube. Yeah. <laughs> I need it. Criticize me. <laughs> yeah, I did want to get on one thing because you mentioned that you told people like two months ago that the market was going to crash, right? Mm-hmm. So once the Fed pretty much said, hey, yeah, y'all, we about to start raising interest rates, yeah. everything started dumping. Yeah. What do you see like as like the outlook for like the rest of the year with the market? The market is going to perform. And this is why I tell people to study. Like the market is going to perform how it normally should. You're going to get 7 to 12% gains. Dorian was just talking about it. Like when you have people that are selling NFTs for $200,000 that have no value, that tells you it's top. that we are at a top. Mm-hmm. And then people also don't like, write this down, anytime the market's at an all-time high, you need to mark off where half off is, 50%, or where 25% off is. Those are the areas you should look to buy. Step number two, of course, if you're doing smaller sizes, so if you have a thousand bucks, you want to put probably seven hundred at the fifty percent mark. Do ten percent every month because the number of shares that you own, like the number of doors, is more important than anything. But people just buy highs and continue to hope 
the things are going to go up and then they're not using the strategy. Like life and investing is not hard, but most people will not follow a blueprint day in and day out to get to where you want to be. And that's where all the happiness is. I used to hate being disciplined. I heard a great quote from Jocko Willink that is discipline will bring you the freedom that you want. Mm. And that shit is so real. Like whether it's parenting, business, friendships, right? I, even amongst my friends, I have a rule like we'll never fall out over women or money and we never can argue with each other. My best friend, I've never had to argue with. For what? Like, but once you have that discipline of not doing it, look how much more peace it brings into your life. So we'll probably do 7 to 11% this year. Most of the tech crash is almost over, but we're really just bottoming out to where we actually should be. Mm-hmm. So, and then once quantitative, like that's just free money that they were pumping into the market. And they had to. In 2020, they had to, man, because it would have been yeah. bad if they wouldn't have. But we've been doing it for eight years. Uh, 12 years, we have to stop at some point. I think they raised the rates too fast and they mismanaged, but the free money flow has to stop. And now we get to see what companies are really good, what mm-hmm. entrepreneurs are really good, what products really work. And I mean, at one point, Zoom, 400, That's Peloton. It's like, yeah, yeah. everything yeah. with these high valuations. Yeah. Like, yeah. I was real, real big on Snapchat, man. Like, yeah. Snapchat was trading at 70. I looked the other day, I was like, yo, it didn't dump to like 35. Yeah. Like, yeah. Got cut in half. Yep. Do not buy at the high. Do not buy at the high. Wait till it's 50% off for a quality company. And literally, everyone, just go on Google. Just type in, what are the top 25 companies to invest in? If you've done that any time over the last 200 years, you're good. It's not that fucking hard. It's not that hard. So my next question is, I know you just said, you know, you can Google what's the top 25, but where else would you point someone if they want to educate themselves? You want the real answer? Or you want me to get the PC? Hey answer? man, nah, fuck that. We want the real shit. <laughs> Our community wants to be educated because we were told that the way to freedom is education, and that's not true. Mm. What's so, the way to freedom? Having proprietary information systems or secrets that you can use at scale. That's why I'm like, when people be talking, they'll tell you the surface level information. To move a book or a product or a course, they're not going to tell you what it really takes. The trade secrets. Yeah, so it's like, do I believe in learning? Yes. And I'll talk to our community. We want to sound like we know the most without having the most. What I'm really on now is fasting from talking. I was telling you guys earlier, when I check in with my team, my staff on Saturday, we get on, only thing I want to know, that you get every task done for the week. I don't hear nothing else. Because when it's time to pay, I don't get a reason why I don't pay, whether you're <laughs> shitty, you shitty that week or not. I have to, and you know how, like, you have to pay for equipment, time, travel, and then people will give you a third of what they were supposed to deliver, and they want a full check. So the easiest way I knocked it out was to say, okay, let's not talk. You have 40 things I need you to do in a week. Get all 40 done. Yes or no? If you don't, I'll let you go. Cool. But if people want to read a book, Money Master the Game is great. Ray Dalio has two great books that you must get. And even with that, learn from the top five people in the space. Study everything they write about. You don't need to know every book because every book doesn't have value. I probably have bought seven or 800 investing books, like four are the ones I hold on to. Most people don't even ask the author, are you using the shit that you're talking about? I was harp. I'm not going to say his name, but it's a very popular author. When I met him, I asked him, do you use your own strategy? How's it going? Because he's making so much money off speaking in the books. He doesn't even use what he's talking about. Wow. You got to be inquisitive. Like, about what people are really doing and how they're executing. And a lot of times when we, because we all read it, like let's say a marketing book, 
the 50 ways to grow your social and we'll do the shit and like none of this shit worked or mm-hmm. even the PR people was talking about they'll promise you everything mm-hmm. you pay retainer five grand a month ten grand a month and you're like I could have got them leads on my own you have to see if people are actually going to deliver on what they say but education and the sense that most people talk about is overrated you need to learn from the best people in the space and then execute that's the ultimate education execution you don't learn how to have sex by reading you learn how to have sex by having sex. That's real. Like, people don't want to hear it raw, but at the place that I'm at, and for the transition I'm about to make, I don't care. And I've been preaching the same thing since day one. People want to read and take courses and ingest information so they don't have to go do the work. I know a lot of people are like, oh, I bought your stuff. Man, I listen to BWR, EYL. I like trap. I like... How many stocks what, you what got? Actions what are you, are you taking based mm-hmm. on that? What's the but no, I'm not teaching you this. Got shit that it took me. Yeah, the, and I had 1,000 arguments with my ex-girlfriend about me learning this shit. Like, for you to not buy nothing. Yeah. The real value. And then the people that I meet that are richest, they learn the least and do the most. That is a fine balance. Like, for every one book or one course you learn, you probably need to take 100 action steps off that. Huh. Because the more you learn, the more fearful you end up getting. Say, say was, I don't want to rail on Skip. Skip knows everything about what every player should do, but can't do none of that shit you tell him to do. Because he ain't take that. You, you <laughs> had the talkers and you have the doers. Mm-hmm. You had the talkers and you had the doers. I picked to be on the side of those that do. I kind of want to go into, uh, I've seen you with a lot of famous rappers. Are you educating them on the stock market? Are you helping them kind of understand what's going on in the stock market? Yeah, I'm, I'm helping them directly. So my thing is, like, I wish more people would have given back, but the way to get our culture is through music and entertainment. So I'm like, if I help them, that's only a finite amount of people that will listen to us. But mm-hmm. if little Baby, next yeah, week, yeah, like, yo, I'm on BWRM, it's like through the roof. So it's like, let's use them as marketing and make it an even exchange, and I help them. So, like, even with Charlamagne, I told him what to invest in. And shout out to Humble who's his advisor, he was already killing. So Charlamagne, four things to invest in, in two weeks, he was like, I'm up 100 grand. Sheesh. Like, and for him, he didn't have to tell, and he said on his podcast, brilliant idiots, he didn't have to shout out the wax, like he sent it to me, like you hear what he said? I'm like, no, what happened? He sent me the clip, I was like, fuck, can I put this out? He's like, yeah, I'm like, it was dope to see that. So to help people in advance, that's the real secret in everything, is to give first. Dorian messaged me on IG, you need to use this site to do this to grow your YouTube. You need to do this to grow your IG. He never asked me for nothing. That's why any, I'm like, what you need? I'll be begging. Yo, what you need help with? No, nah, I'm good, man. Just, now he like, yo, help with the automation. Dorian probably helped me two years for free and didn't ask for nothing. That's the secret is to give yeah. and help. So the more I help them, the more they've been advocates and they've become a billboard for me. So yeah, that's always the secret is to give the most. Wow, that's really dope, dog. Because I do feel like Right now, in today's age, everybody just want to take, take, take. Mm-hmm. Don't nobody want to give because everybody like, oh, man, I ain't got the time. I ain't got this. But It takes no effort to give or to be kind. Literally, to be nice to somebody, you literally have to do nothing. But most people sure. are selfish. And if you think about those that we love the most, whether it's a grandma, auntie, mom, dad, what did they do? They just gave you love. Gave you the most. Hey, baby, you need this time, attention. That's why I say time to build. As men, it's key. And those that help the most win. That's always, like, even even if you look at, uh, and Josh told his story on Market Mondays, like when J.P. Uh, Morgan, the actual guy, James Pierpont Morgan, 
the entire country is about to collapse. He bailed out the United States of America. He literally, when everything was bad, went out in front of the bank and would hand out money to every person. Hey, don't take your money out the bank. We're going to fix it. Don't take the money out the bank. We're going to fix it. Right? So if you go to modern day, those that we look up to the most in the black culture, us look at Nipsey. Nipsey was on a crypto innovation, build content shit for everybody was talking about it. Hell yeah. Thanks. Thanks. Right? Gay freely and then get a chance to like hit his full potential. Like and yeah, shout out to Rance fifteen hundred who like helped build that soundtrack and the movement. Like the shit Nipsey was about to do. Crazy. Nipsey probably would have been like top five in this NFT space. Hands down. You know that. Hands down. You know that. Because it's tr- what he, he gave, he cared, he helped out. Same thing you guys do. You give information that really work. You know, that, that's always been a blueprint. Sir. Man. Yeah. Another thing I wanted to talk about with you, I love about, like, how you always incorporate your son, man. Yeah. Like, you really, really show that, like, you have your son all over with you. Your son's at videos and stuff like yeah, that. Yeah, that's my baby. How is it balancing, like, being a father... Mm-hmm. And really trying to grow and scale because, like, a lot of the stuff you're doing now, when you were talking about this stuff 12 years ago, nobody yeah. was listening. But yeah. now you on, what CNN? Yeah. You on all the largest yeah. shows, Breakfast Club. Yeah. Like, how is it balancing all that now? Always put them first. My number one rule that I tell everybody that I do business with: Xander comes first. If anything comes up with him, I'm canceling everything. If you don't like that, we're not friends, and we can't do business. And I always ask people this question, and I saw it when I had COVID, right? Because and we was having this conversation last night when we was at the restaurant. When you get sick or you're down, you get to see who really fuck with you, or who rock with you. Everybody who say they love me, like, great, will you send a care package? Will you check on me? Did I right? So I always ask them, if I die today, Xander's going to be seven in February. Would you take care of him until he's 18? That's a real question. So that tells me, if you don't say yes, nothing that we talk about business-wise is more motherfucking important than him. Who needs an alarm in the morning when McDonald's has sausage, egg, and cheese McGriddles and a breakfast cutoff? Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. I don't care. And for me, going back to when she took that money, my number one rule is to not depend on anybody for anything so I never put him in jeopardy. A lot of people get mad at me for that, but I'm like, you want me to pick you to do a conference call over a hangover with my kid? I'd rather play Fortnite. If it's really that important, you can email that. So as fathers, we have to set that time. Now, if you're trying to get to the money, make sure you carve out your time for them and business. Because a lot of times we can just be inefficient. Like, yeah, we grind and we're doing research. A lot of times we just be on the ground. <laughs> chilling time, right? So even with me, like, I'll turn my Wi-Fi off for four hours a day. Like, I'll literally write everything out. I either print the emails out or download them on a USB, reply to them. And I'm way more efficient that way but you have to put your family and friends first because business is very cutthroat man like you'll go through some real shit i've known people that have had cancer lost wives brothers and those clients that they took care of didn't show up to the funeral didn't do anything so you always have to put the family first if you care about the kids and family like people most people say that they do did i see somewhere where you put or you i guess after 5 p.m you start shutting everything down yeah kind of focusing on family time have to. I mean, I honestly want to make it after 12, to be real, but I don't want people to think I'm an asshole. <laughs> I mean, because even a business like, okay, and I tell everybody, you know, most of your investing problems go away if you invest in two tech, Apple, and Microsoft. 
Why do we need to talk? Most people want to talk because they're not doing. But I'm like, why do like if I say I want to create a podcast and I talk to all y'all and I talk to Dorian, right? And in five months, I want to talk to you again about what mic do I get? I'm like, bro, take a screenshot of the mic stand. Right. How many times have you done dealt with that? What, yeah. Yo, you can Google it. You I've seen a link, nigga. <laughs> get the soundboard, create content. Most people don't do it. So you have to have those hard boundaries to separate. And also for business people, a lot of people want to talk to pass the time just to be able to get the check. But when you run the business, time is an invaluable asset because you get to create more. So if they're not in your inner circle, I don't think we should talk to anybody for more than two hours a week. Why? Even sponsors, PR, they'll spin you for two weeks to then tell you no. For them two hours, y'all could have came up with 20 more concepts about content y'all going to do and how to grow the business. So I'm just very clear on like the times that I make available and open so I can work on the business and have the time for the family. And that's helped me grow the business a hell of a lot and have peace. Because when I did it the other way, it was frustrating as hell. And that's when the issues in the family inside the households, like, Never have time. You know, if you got a significant other, you got to spend time. Yeah, you do. Yeah, or you're going to lose them. Or some lame going to be in our DM. If I was him, baby girl, I'll spend all the time <laughs> with you. You still have to combat that. So if we're a lot more efficient in getting the stuff done, life can be really peaceful, man, and really, really blessed and really fun. Yeah. Efficiency. Yeah, yeah. Man. What, what's the real question you want to know? I see it on your face. Yeah, come on. Man. So I'm, I'm really trying to think about it. As a company, are you guys investing your money into the market yet? We invested in crypto. Yeah, That's good. We, yeah, we invested yeah, in crypto. Yeah, like a couple ETH. What did you buy ETH? Like 2000? Nah, it was sub 2000. It was like oh, 17. That's yeah. good. But like, as a, do we have a stock portfolio for the company or like as individuals? As individuals, as company, yeah, but for the company, as company no. Nah. As a company, you got to. Because then if, I won't say no names because I don't want to mess up no deals. But if any major platforms begin to jerk you around, my meetings go a hell of a lot better when I go into them saying, hey, I don't need to do this deal. And then I show them what's in the company account. Because 50 Cent had the best quote, like fans are fickle. And y'all got great fan base, so y'all won't go through that issue, right? But worst case scenario, if everybody left, how would you monetize? Because I think even podcasters chasing sponsors, merch, touring, that model's broken. That's the wrong model. It's the wrong model. If you go look at where most of Rogan's money come from, it is not the sponsorship money. It is the endorsement of product that he owns. That's the real bag. Selling like his own alpha, product. I guess the alpha brand. And look how much they've scaled. And for a long time, people didn't know what he owned. Like, even if you look at the origin of media, that's why I say I always go to the beginning. Soap operas were created by who? Hollywood execs. They were created by companies that were selling detergent. So they use the content to then sell their products. That oh, that's sense. why they call it a soap opera? That's why it's called a soap opera. Wow. Shit. So it started on radio. I always wonder why they call this shit that. It started on radio, then transitioned to television, and that's why even to this day, tied Dawn, that was a model. So I'm going to make the content and center my product around it, even American Idol. That's why Simon always had the Coca-Cola, because they were the ones who put the money so what's the purpose of building content to build somebody else's brand up and get no equity, no royalties on the back end in perpetuity? Mm-hmm. And that's the thing I hated about marketing. You were a high-end hooker. Mm-hmm. I can help mm-hmm. I can, I can mm-hmm. help scale some business 9,000%. You getting pimped. No equity in it. And they can leave at any time. What's the value mm-hmm. in that? 
You was talking about Master P earlier. Man, I'm a diehard Golden Era rap fan, bar heavy. Man, I wasn't trying to hear that shit. The thing I loved about Matt Shadow Tony Harris, who's rocking with them, the thing I love, they own their shit. He was always big on ownership. Like, and that energy in the South, him, baby, Q from 300, J Prince, ownership. That's key. So when I see podcasters chasing the same brand, like, okay, let's take Lemon, Audible, Blue Chew, all these companies have built, some of these companies worth three, $400 million a year off the backs of podcasters. And what they get, 1500 ad? That's nothing. You worked your entire life for your reputation to then sell it away for fifteen for what? Could have sold your own product, made 100% of the profit off of it. Just saying. But what do I know? Hey, you make it sense. You make a hell of sense. Yeah. Facts. So one thing I did want to ask, I did remember what I wanted to ask earlier. You said you enter into the era of automation for yourself. You edit, automate 90% of your business. I won't be happy till I get to 100. 100. So, like, when you say automation, like, how are you automating things in your business? Like, I'm be real. All of it, I can tell. I'm hey, be real. Because I, you well, can't give all the secrets yeah, yeah, out. Yeah, we, we can talk privately after. I'm going to be real. And y'all can say I'm not for the culture. That's cool. Hey, whatever. Hey, I'll, I'll be all right. Secrets <laughs> are meant to be kept inside. Like, but if you look at your Netflix account goes down, Uber, or Instagram went down. Has anybody in here talked to anybody for, like a human being that works inside DoorDash, Netflix, Disney? We Plus. can't even talk to people nope. on Facebook for ads. See? See, they'll shut your shit down. And sorry, yeah. we reviewed it. <laughs> we reviewed it. Account not coming back up. I'm sorry. Facts. It's done. <laughs> so, and the reason why, when I've talked to people in tech, I'm like, why do you guys make an emphasis, and even with Robinhood, not talking to the client base? Because when you can serve them better, they're like the return on talking. It's negative. If you complain, if you can't proficiently write it in this box or with customer service, look how much more you can get done. And what's the biggest cost for most businesses? The capital that you're planning employees. So if they can get more done, and we see it if we go to a ratchet Walmart, man, it'll be a fight to break out and make it cost 30 minutes of productivity. And you won't have that in the Target, Tiffany, Nike, you know, sneaker shop. So it's really about efficiency when you look at it. The time that it takes to talk to a person for them to express what happened, you've killed a lot of time and it makes your employees unhappy. And the turnover rate is a hell of a lot higher. So until I get it to where it's completely automated, I won't be happy. I'm really close, but that is the era that we are going to enter. And truth be told, black businesses are the only ones that don't do it. Mm, That's true. Especially like family-owned black businesses. Man, they so slow to adopt that type of stuff. You have to. You have to change it to times. And also, if you have a good product or service, it's better for those that you serve anyway. They only want to talk if something's wrong. Really? So if you give them what they want at scale, faster, business will be a hell of a... And it's better for our peace of mind. I don't think it's healthy for us as entrepreneurs to talk to as many people as we do. I think we should only talk to maybe 100 people in our ecosystem. It's toxic. You said that's part of your diet. You start taking in yeah, all, all the energy. Opinions, yeah. yeah, like I'm at like 260,000 followers like... Most of the interactions I have are not peaceful. So why take that in? No. Automation is where it's at. Automation is where it's at. Even in the content, we'll talk to, I got a couple ideas about how to automate, even the content. Okay, we're gonna yeah. get on that. Yeah, yeah. we're gonna get on that. Sorry, y'all can't get that song. No, we ain't, <laughs> I ain't giving that. That ain't for y'all. But, fellas, y'all had other ones? Right. Yeah. Well, Ian, man, I wanna get to our last question, my favorite one. So what's a personal finance tip or principle that you live by that you want to share with the audience? 
Max again, you want the real one or the PC one? Oh, the real, the real. Who did PC shit? You need at least 20 streams of revenue. Ooh. Ooh, that's oh. going to hurt to hear. The person who came up with the seven streams of revenue, my mentor, helped create that book around it. And the great part is knowing some inside information that even when they went to do the part about flipping the houses that was staged, any person that I've talked to that is at a net worth that I want to be, they're like 20 is a minimum. So you have to have a business. You have to invest in the market. You have to have some exposure to real estate. You have to have a product or service that is unique, that has an edge in the market. And then, so when I say 20, I don't mean 20 different things. Mm -hmm. That can be one entity and it produces 20 different ways. Mm -hmm. But you have to have that because if the market is down, the business should be good. If the business is bad, the market should be up. Insurance should be there. You should have services, right? So now what I call a wealth fortress, at no point shall one thing affect anything in terms of your financial well-being. And the issue that we make, we'll have one or two things and the margin on it may not even be great. And then we don't have enough capital to put into the market. And now we are exposed. Think of it if you're standing straight up and you have 28 concrete blocks or 20 blocks around you, you're safe from attacks from every area. If you only have three in front, I can shoot you in your sides and your back. So you need safety. And people will tell you different things, but go look at the people at the top. Go look at Oprah. You can pick Gary Vee, who I know Dorian used to hate. Grant Cardone, <laughs> Jay-Z. Like, okay, name me five businesses off the top of your head that Jay-Z's on. Uh, Ace of Spades, Rockaway, Tidal, Rock Nation. Uh, Not a business, but a random income stream. I didn't know he was he a real estate agent. Like, some, uh, like an aviation company or something like that. Like a what? He's an agent, believe it or not. Mm-hmm. Like a, a real yeah. agent? Yes. Yeah, in California. So... High value, high value clients. I know the people who would be able to afford these big high value yeah. ass houses. And his and influence and you can use it. And I bought a house from Jay-Z. There's a premium on that. So if three or seven was the safety net that we needed, and then also, I don't know how much he gets, but off all the artists through Rock Nation and they'll be signed to- Do the sports. The right. Sports. Yeah. So if you look at all that, if seven was enough, he would have stopped at seven. Yeah. There's two different layers of information. The information that is given to the public to make us feel comfortable and safe. And then there's the real information that is out there. And that is usually kept indoors. But 20 is a minimum. And you need a wealth fortress. You need business, product, and different areas. And you need yourself to be unique. So then people can't copy it. Or there isn't a bunch of churn in it. That's the real lesson. And I know some people may not like it. It may not be like the one that go viral and all that, right? <laughs> but you'll get all the likes. But, but it's the real. But it's the that, real. that's the real answer. Like for people who really want to get the bag and be good and be safe. And we'll look back to this interview three, four years and we'll see who's here and who's not. And the ones who won't be here, they ain't have 20. They didn't have 20. Tell you that. Jeez. 20 streams of income. That's the Minimum. new goal. That's the 20 of them. 20. I want to tell you all the real number so bad, but man. We'll talk about it all. We'll talk about it. <laughs> yeah. So, Ian, let them know where can they follow you? Where can they keep up with what you got going on? Uh, how can they tap in the red panda if they want to? Any other? Yeah, Mondays. Yeah, Market Mondays every seven p.m. Central. Well, my guys are earn your leisure. Yeah, uh, I think I think one of the best investing shows in the history of mankind. You can follow me at joinredpanda.com. I'm the master investor on Instagram. I'm on Facebook, Twitter, TikTok. Dorian made me get on TikTok, so I've been doing that a lot more. <laughs> yeah, just Google me. You'll see some good things. And also, most importantly. 
if you join, email us or anything, take the free information and see if it make you money. And hey, if I made you money, put yes in chat. Look at the feedback <laughs> that I give. And I'm going to be real. Prior to me doing that, any business outside of investing, have you seen anybody do that in every time that it happens? Hey, Man. I ain't never seen nobody not comment yes. Yeah, yeah. So let me help you for free first, and then we can scale it up and uh, join after that. But I only want people to join it if you're going to execute, you have good energy, and you really want to win. It will be good. But I'm here to help. Love it, man. Yeah, sure. The leader of the Red Panda, the greatest investor I ever, none other than Mr. Ian Dunlap. I appreciate yeah. you. We appreciate you, brother. Yeah, bro. Definitely. You, and before we get out of here, y'all, we're going to do a couple house cleaning items. As always, y'all make thank y'all for listening week in and week out. Make sure y'all leave that five star rating and review. Buy our products. Y'all heard Ian talking about it, right? Yeah. So look, boom, we got this brand, we got this business. Y'all been rocking with us. Y'all listen week in and week out. We got products, we got books courses merch y'all get with us everything is available in the show notes for us uh, we got bwr academy jay tell them about bwr academy man. We got bwr academy where you can tap in every week where we have accountability sessions uh where it's not really holding your hand it's really like a slap in the face to get your shit together <laughs> hey, like you yeah, need that though so yeah. if you're not about that type of life we ain't baby find you over here but we got that. We have classes where you can come in and learn about different investment strategies, where you can learn about ways to market and build your business. You can learn about different business opportunities as well. It's not going to be information overload to where it's just like, damn, what do I do? We actually got building steps on top of it. Yeah, so it's comprehensive over here. I just want to say thank you for listening to us, rocking with us. Please hit the subscribe button. Yeah. Subscribe to our YouTube. Hit the notification bell so you can see what's going on on our YouTube. Jerry, you got anything? Yeah, man. I just want to say thank y'all for rocking with us, man. Season four, as y'all can already see, we come y'all with the hitters. Going crazy. Man, hey, it's about to be a lot more in-person stuff. It's about to be a lot more things to look forward to. Y'all be on the lookout for the updates. All the updates are going to be in the show notes. Sorry Atlanta for the email Nature. list. Hey, look, look, look. They don't even get to know that yet. All right. He done told y'all now. So it's Atlanta next. By the time that happened, we gonna already been there. That is true. Maybe. <laughs> hey, just look at it like that. Yeah, that's true. But y'all keep on looking out for the updates. Now nah, it's about to get crazy for it. <laughs> for sure, y'all. And on that note, this is Black Wolf Renaissance signing out. Peace. I got money on my mind. I'm just trying to get some dough. I ain't picking up my lot unless it's money on the phone. Gotta get it on the daily. All I want is dubs. You know what I'm on. I've been chasing after paper. All I know is run money marathon. My brother in law died suddenly. And now my sister and her kids have to sell their home. That's why I told my husband we could not put off getting life insurance any longer. An agent offered us a 10-year, $500,000 policy for nearly $50 a month. Then we called SelectQuote. SelectQuote found us identical coverage for only $19 a month, a savings of $369 a year. Whether you need a $500,000 policy or a $5 million policy, Select Quote could save you more than 50% on term life insurance. For your free quote, go to SelectQuote.com. SelectQuote.com. That's SelectQuote.com. Select Quote. We shop, you save. Full details on example policies at SelectQuote.com slash commercials. Who needs an alarm in the morning? 
when McDonald's has sausage, egg, and cheese McGriddles and a breakfast cutoff. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.